basically a bunch of drive-through coffee shops. Okay, well, so this is a very, uh, even a more interesting question than I thought it was going to be. Let's back up for one second to reframe this so everybody kind of would know what the question is. So um, the question basically is you have a large opportunity um, of merchants got multiple locations and your question is, do you pitch them compliant surcharging or do you go with cash discounting? Yeah, that's pretty much it. And I think uh, in my email, I'll kind of give you a little bit of the overview of they're using PayPal. Okay. Um, they're getting ready to start using, uh, you know, uh, finally a loyalty program instead of these little punch cards. I might have one chance to really give them sure. a, a really great, you know, sure. a great pitch for a better term of what we could do to help them. I mean, maybe we can't help them, but we can yeah. help them. I'd love to have something in sure. that's of value. Sure. Okay. So, so let me get a little bit more context. So I know it's a large, large business. When you say they're using PayPal, et cetera, you mean they're actually processing payments through PayPal? Like that's their merchant services provider? Yeah. For some reason, they, they decided to use PayPal because PayPal gave them a, cut them a deal of 2.7 and no swipe fee. And they thought, wow, that's, that's a pretty screaming deal. But I don't know if they're actually paying even close to that. They could be paying way more. Right. Because <laughs> I can't get a PayPal. What? So what what does this business do as far as like how where and how are they accepting payments? Are they like mostly an in-person um, you know card present situation or is it more online payments or what are they doing? Yeah, it's it's basically a bunch of drive-through coffee shops. So, you know, they have people standing out in line with an iPad, they take your order, they take your card, they swipe it or dip it, send okay. it to the shop and pick up your coffee. So it's really it's all almost all car present except for a little bit of stuff on their website where they sell merchandise. So yeah, it's a 90 something, 99%, 98%. Okay, well, so this is a very, even a more interesting question than I thought it was gonna be. So this is a coffee shop. Good. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so obviously I'm assuming their average ticket is like five bucks or six bucks or something, right? Like Somewhere in that range, really, yeah. really low. Okay, so this is yeah. super interesting. So let's talk about this because actually, um, the two options that we have. So we're gonna to have to add a third option to talk about it. So we have compliant surcharging. So let's explain to the audience, you know, for those that don't know, you're gonna add like maybe a 3.5%, you know, service fee, but that service fee, that surcharge is only gonna be added to the credit card transactions, not the debit card transactions, okay? Now, what I will tell you right off the bat is, that's a non-starter. The reason is because a coffee shop is probably doing 85% debit so doing a surcharge program is going to save them it's actually probably going to cost them more because most surcharge programs they charge a little bit more on the debit than the, than the merchant is currently paying to make up for the margin they lose on the credit so like as an example you know uh if you switch them to surcharging they might get a 3.5 percent service fee and they might pay one percent and 25 cents on debit but the problem is that's probably more than they're paying on debit now and since almost everything they do is debit they're gonna end up paying nothing for credit, but they're gonna be paying more for debit. It's actually gonna cost them more money. Um, and so that's, and it's not gonna save them anything. So that's that's not a good option. Um, the second option would be a cash discount program where we have some kind of a non-cash adjustment. So we basically have a credit price and a cash price. So let's talk about that a little bit because I think that's a good option potentially, but the way you implement it, it is a little different than normal. So. As a general rule, most processors are not gonna go above like a 4%, you know, maybe a 3.99% non-cash adjustment. And the effective rate of their, what they're paying right now is probably above 5%. 
So you really can't go in with that and say, we can eliminate your payment processing costs because the cost of running a three, four or $5 transaction is like six or 7% because with the um, signature debit transactions, if it's regulated, which is most of them, there's a 22 cent per item fee plus five basis points. I don't know if you're familiar with all that Durban amendment, you know, 22, 22 cents, five basis points. That's the interchange cost. That's not, you know, that's not like basis points of markup and pride and fees and all that. That's just interchange. Well, if you take 22 cents divided by $3, that's like 8%, you know? So on some of these yeah. low average ticket size transactions, their cost is like 8%. So if you go in and say, we're going to do a 3.99%, you know, um, cash discount or however you would present it, you're actually going to be underwater if you say we're going to eliminate your processing fees. You're actually going to lose money if you put them on flat rate 3.99% because it's probably their cost is higher than that. So, so there's two ways you could approach this. The first way is you could go in with a pitch that says we're going to implement a cash discount. They can honestly tell their patrons, their client, their customers that they're not even passing the entire cost through to the consumer because they're not. And it's going to save them a ton of money, but not all of it. So the idea would be you're going to maybe still have them on like interchange plus pricing or something like that. And you're going to have them on um, a you know 3.99% non-cash adjustment, a 3.99% daily discount. But at the end of the month, they're still going to owe money. So the difference is here, normally with a cash discount, you're going to do a 3.99% you know, non-cash adjustment and a 3.99% daily discount, which you would still do. But you would also normally do 3.99% flat rate so that it would offset but you can't do that here because if you do you're not going to bring in enough fee revenue to cover your cost okay so the third option and one that i don't talk about on my videos i don't think i've really talked about it much at all ever is the per item cash discount so you could go that route where instead of saying it's 3.99 percent it could be you know 35 cents or 40 cents so it's like the the credit price is 40 cents higher than the cash price um, there are a few processors that do that. There, in my opinion, there's nothing legally wrong with that. There's nothing from a compliance perspective that would be wrong with that. It, it is going to take the amount you're collecting up above 4%, but that's actually a surcharge compliance rule, not anything for a cash discount. If it's a real cash discount, it can be whatever you want. So you could do that per item version. That's, that's an option. but. Um, the problem is they're going to get probably more, probably significantly more consumer pushback with that option than they would with a flat percentage. So here's all that say, long story short, if I was going to go make that pitch, what I would do is I would go in and say, what we'd like to do is we would like to add a non-cash adjustment or service fee, whatever your company's calling it. We'd like to change it so that we want to implement where your credit price on everything, whether they use credit, debit, doesn't matter, the non-cash price, we're going to take that non-cash regular price up. We're going to take it up by 3.99%. As you know, Mr. Jones, you know, your cost is whatever. So if they're really paying 2.7% to PayPal, they might still go with this because with this, they're going to wipe out, you know, they're going to probably end up paying an extra 40, 50 basis points um, with this plan because they're going to be wiping out, you know, 4% of the cost and, you know, they're, they're going to wipe out 4%, you know, but they may be paying 5% you know, once you do interchange plus pricing for them. Um, so I don't know. What do you think? You have follow up questions. I know that was a lot of information there in a hurry. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to try to digest. This is the last piece too. Uh, I haven't heard that scenario before. Yeah, um, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, so let's so, so let's I, leave, and, and, go ahead. 
I don't think they're, trying to, they're not trying to really wipe out their costs, but they're definitely would be, they love a way to see a way, you know, or have an opportunity Offset. to lower that right. cost. So anything right. that would, you know, take it down a percentage, I mean, it's going to be millions a year in savings right. because right. You, know, you can imagine if they're doing a half a, you know, four or 500 million, most that's in, you know, credit debit now because they're not taking cash. Right. Um, that's a pretty big nut even at 2.7. It's huge. Well, so a, a couple key big takeaways that you need to make sure you wrap your head around before you make the pitch. Number one, if PayPal is actually charging them 2.7%, PayPal is losing money. Yeah, that's what I figured big time. Yeah, big time. So that's important, you know, to understand. You can't, you're not going to compete on traditional processing here if they're really paying. And we had this with Square for a long time, remember, you know, before they implemented that price increase. This was why they implemented the price increase because of accounts that just like this. You know, they were losing money. So you're not going to compete on traditional pricing. No way. Because Square is willing to lose money. You're not. Number two is remember that you cannot put this merchant on flat rate pricing really at all. I wouldn't really recommend it at any level. It's just too risky. But you really yeah, don't want to put them on flat rate. So then the third piece that you have to understand is when we talk about cash discounting, the way it gets presented in the industry is like, a little bit deceiving it's like overly simplified when it's not really as simple as they're making it seem so with cash discounting you have several components that are all separate okay you're adding a fee at you know at the point of sale right you're collect or you know you're collecting more revenue at the point of sale there's a lot of different ways it's set up maybe you have a cash price and a credit price but you're getting more revenue at the point of sale okay then you're collecting that revenue on a daily basis with a daily discount Okay, those two pieces stay exactly the same with this merchant. The third and separate piece is you're still charging fees to the merchant. The idea with most cash discounting accounts is that you know you're gonna offset, so you give them flat rate pricing so that they all off, you know, all three of these things offset. They collect something from the customer, you collect that revenue, you use that to offset the cost. In your case, you can only do two of the three because it's a coffee shop, it's low average ticket, and so the cost of interchange is really high. So you can collect money from the consumer. You can then get that money from the the business. Then you're going to still put them on interchange plus pricing. I would do like you know interchange plus maybe 50 basis points or 40 basis points on a big one like this. You're going to make a fortune even if it's 20 basis points. So I'm going to do them on interchange plus something 20, 30 basis points and you know maybe a little per item fee. And then what's going to happen is you're still going to collect that money as a daily discount. So at the end of the month they're going to get their statement and it's going to show, hey, we collected you know $47,000. Your total fees were fifty-six thousand. You still owe us nine thousand dollars. You know, something like that. But my guess is, when it's all said and done, they're probably going to end up paying, depending on how you price them. You're, they're probably going to end up paying maybe 50, 60 basis points, so 0.6 percent instead of two point seven. Really? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot to wrap my head around for sure. Yeah. But if you're if you're pretty confident, something like that would you know. If they're financial people look at it and understand it, you know, yeah. the, the, um, the finance side of it, um, then that sounds like it could be pretty interesting. To be yeah. To yeah. I mean, I think ultimately, uh, I, thought about the, I think ultimately the, the selling point here, of course, is you're gonna have to sell them on the concept of the cash discount and the consumer reaction to it. Um, it's definitely gonna save them a fortune and they'll be able to see that really easily, I think. But, you know, ultimately this is gonna be you having to sell them on the fact that their customers are going to be okay, which they are, as, as we've seen, the data has shown for the last three years, but that's what you're going to have to sell them on. I think they'll, I think they'll intuitively grasp like, well, yeah, if you're going to collect 4% from all of our customers, 
we're gonna pay a lot less in credit card processing fees. The only other potential hurdle is gonna be they're currently only paying 2.7%. So they're gonna be like, why are you collecting 4% from our customers and still charging us money? And it's like, well, that's because PayPal's losing money. You know, that's why Square implemented their price increase. Yeah, yeah. And I even thought, I don't know about this idea, I even thought about saying, let's just do interchange, you know, pass through and charge them a nickel, you know, for every transaction, because if they're doing 30, 30, you know, to 50 million transactions. Yep. But the reason you, you can't know, do that, the reason you can't do that, Mark, is because if you do interchange plus, they're, they're, what they're going to end up paying is going to be like 5%. Because right. just, and I, just the interchange is going to be 4%, 4.5% on this merchant. Yeah, I did some quick math at, at just past the interchange, and I thought, oh boy, that's probably it's not going to work. Not, I mean, if they again, to your earlier point, if they really are paying only like 2.7%, then that's not going to work. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't understand why PayPal would even uh, take on an account like that. Well, because. Because the people at PayPal that are setting these accounts up, they don't understand this stuff. <laughs> That's, you know, it's the same thing with Square. I mean, think about it. Square processed for Starbucks for like right. a Forever. year. <laughs> like, yeah, or oh, yeah, a while. But they, you know, eventually they obviously were like, okay, we can't lose a million dollars a month on the processing. So we're not going to process it. Right. But you know what I mean? They were willing to do that. So anyway, but uh, awesome. I hope that helps. Let me know, you know, shoot me an email or something if you have more questions. I'll be glad to kind of follow up with you on it. So, okay, yeah. So the, you you really think that the best option though would be just to have a flat rate as the, as the a flat rate cash discount, flat, flat fee, a flat fee cash flat discount rate. while they are on interchange plus pricing. Okay. Right. So you collect the money from the they collect four percent from the consumer. You collect four percent from them. You charge them whatever interchange plus pricing is going to look like, probably four and a half five percent, right? And then they have to pay the difference every month okay and you think uh count this size too i mean even at 20 basis points oh i mean uh, yeah and I, I what i'd like to do is make sure we're giving them a, a, a really really good value a package sure. that's a great value right. and we're okay because we're a small company that has really low overhead so right. we can we can operate on pretty low margins mm -hmm. and still be you know in pretty yeah. good shape well the thing to the thing to remember though is and i agree with you but again, putting on your capitalist hat for a second, um, you're not going to sell this account based on whether they're at 20 basis points or 40. To them, I mean, that's going to make a big difference to you, but it's not going to make a big difference to them. Because the okay, question is, are they, well, no, the question, yeah, the question is, are they willing to do a cash discount? If they are, you're either going to save them 2% or 1.8%, like of, of the total volume, like it's huge. Like you're either going to save them 80% or 70%. Who cares? Like, they're not going to make a decision based on whether or not you're putting them at 20 or 40 basis points. The, the selling point is you need to go in there and say, don't negotiate. You need to go in and say, this is the program. There's no negotiating. Like, this is how the program works for a coffee shop. Do you want it or not? And the, the, the argument's going to be, are the customers going to be okay with it? The financial side is a no-brainer for them, even at 40 basis points. So you might as well make 40 basis points. Okay. That's my philosophy anyway. One more, one more quick question. So at, at 40 basis, say you do 30 cents for 40 cents or whatever, you know, mark up on everything. Can't they just uh, to kind of say, hey, we're really going to raise our prices on all of our goods or we're going to do this, you know, this a program where credit cards have this kind of a markup on them. Or not credit cards, but we are doing it. You're, you're asking, are you asking why wouldn't they just do a price increase? Right. 
instead of doing the cash discount. Yeah. Sure. And, and the reason is because, you know, a coffee shop actually does have a lot of cash paying customers. So the question is, is it fair to your cash paying customers to do a significant price increase on for everybody when the only reason you're doing it is to offset the cost of credit card payments? So ultimately by doing that, what they're doing is they're actually doing the wrong thing for their customers. That's not the right thing to do. You know, like there is this group of customers that's costing you more money and you want to raise the price on everybody to cover their reward points, their frequent flyer miles. So you have to make right. the case to them that that's choice. Right. That's not morally right. Like, yeah, like if right. you're if the rent on your building goes up, then you should raise the price on everything. Right. Because that affects everybody. You know, everybody's coming into the building. But if the cost of accepting payments goes up and you want to pass that on, well, you shouldn't pass it on to everybody because everybody's not causing that cost to go up. It's just the people that are using their rewards cards and their frequent flyer miles and all that. So you should just increase the price on them. Right. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. So, awesome, man. Hey, have a great day.